Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast series. And this is season two. Um, I'm super excited today to welcome the wonderful Toyin Okbebi. She is such an amazing woman, very creative, um, a super working mother with fantastic children. Um, she's the founder of Tea's Bakery. And um, this was founded in 2015 um, after baking a cake for her first son um, for his birthday. The family really enjoyed it. And since then, she's been quite known, very popular for her cakes. And today she's going to be telling us the journey from when she now decided to birth this lovely vision of being, you know, the founder of Tea Bakery and also telling us about how she was able to pivot her business to be able to actually have some extra income, especially during this season. So welcome, Toyin, to the platform. It's a pleasure to have you. you. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much. Welcome to all our viewers. Thanks for your support and your contribution. And today, I just want you to join us, give us some hearts, and um, give us some amazing thumbs up as well. Welcome, Toyin, onto the platform. We are live on different platforms. We are live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. So thank you so much for joining us. So welcome to into this platform. It's a pleasure having you here today. Thank you. <laughs> it's a pleasure thank being so, here today. <laughs> thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about more about yourself, you know, the journey itself in becoming um, the founder of Tea Bakery. Um, so it all started in 2015. Um, I, it was my son's, my first son's birthday at the time. He was just turning three and I wanted, um, someone to make a cake for him, a Jungle Book themed cake. Um, I wasn't able to find a baker cause I left it to last minute and a family friend then advised me to make the cake by myself, which I decided to do. And I thought, there's no harm in it. Absolutely. Um, thankfully, my mom and my grandmom are very skilled bakers and they were around. So they helped me to make that cake. Um, they gave me a lot of advice. I also went online and watched a few tutorials. But to cut the long story short, um, the cake, you know, we made the cake. It was a two-tier Jungle Book themed cake. It right. came in fantastic and that was how it started. Everyone liked it. I put it up on my Facebook page with so much pride and joy Mm. and um, everyone liked it. And before long, the phone calls started coming in, friends and family wanted me to make cakes for them. And then I caught the baking bug. I became addicted to baking. I just wanted to bake. Wow. And and that's pretty much how it started. That's Um, amazing. That is super, super amazing. And, um, you know, in terms of you now sort of going into the business, I know that you are a professional barrister, actually. Um, You studied law? I did study law, yes, but I never practiced as a barrister. Right. I studied law and I got called to the bar. I think that was in 2009. Right. Yes, but that was where I left it. And then I worked in a bank. (laughs) for quite a number of years before you now sort of transition into becoming the founder of Tea Bakery. Yes. Incredible. That is super (laughs) amazing. And um, so from the moment you now decided to now start your business, 
what was it like? What was the journey like? So from the sort of time you decided that you wanted to kickstart it, how was it challenging? Was it easy? Um, I think I was very, very ambitious. I was very ambitious. I, mm-hmm. um, I was excited um, because cake making and decorating became a hobby for right. me. So I enjoyed yeah. it amazingly. And um, also at that time I had two kids. And I wanted to stay at home and be there for my kids because working in the city, I was working very long hours. By the time I get back home, I'm exhausted. Mm. And then I have cake orders because by then I was taking orders for celebration cakes. Um, I used to constantly feel exhausted. There was a time I almost fainted on the train on my way home. I knew something had to give. And as much as my nine to five job was paying me a lot of money, um, mm. I just felt that was what I had to give. And I, I was quite ambitious and I was quite positive that I could start my own business and now was the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I would say I, I, I was I was scared, I was sad. Mm. Um, I, I did cry because throwing your career behind you, it's like, it was a huge gamble. But for me, it was more of a case of stooping to conquer. Yes. Because at that time, it's not like I had saved up enough money to invest mm-hmm. in baby. Baby hadn't even quite kicked off in the wedding industry, even though I was making celebration cakes. I mm. wasn't near the wedding industry at all. So um, it was a huge gamble on my part. Mm. I paid off pretty well. <laughs> Fantastic. That's amazing. Um, I just wanted to know about um, what is it like sort of working from home now? Because obviously everyone is um, at home and yeah. they're running their business at home as well. So what is it like right now? Because I know you've got younger children and you're yeah. looking after them as well as running your business. How have you been able to actually manage that? Um, it's tougher now that I have a 10 months old baby than it was when both my boys were always in school. It was a bit tough, but then it was flexible. So I would do the school runs, I'd drop them off at school in the morning and um, in the the afternoon, um, pick them up. So in between when I drop them off and when I have to pick them up, that's Mm. when I would make the cakes. Um, And uh, what else? Yeah, so that's when I'll make the cakes. Or when they go to bed at night, I would then make the cake. So it was quite tough because I was working around the clock. If I'm not on school runs or taking them for one club or the other or doing homework with them, mm. I'm making cakes. Um, so it was really, really hard work, um, even much more harder now that I've got a 10-month-old baby. But in a way, um, this whole pandemic has forced me to rest (laughs) yes I think a lot of us have actually been resting um you know sort of reinventing ourselves and um, reaching out to other people to see how we can actually help them as well and but particularly we've 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 actually been looking at how to run our business more effectively online Mm -hmm. and some of us you know we're not really used to the online platforms and how was that for you sort of running your business online um, running your sessions or you know your your meetings how was that for you um in terms of when I with Tea's Bakery yes Tea's Bakery yeah. um I didn't really have I didn't really run have meetings and all of that mm. online yeah. um 
since the pandemic, I've not really had any client consultations or any of that sort. Um, so it's hard to say from that perspective. Mm. Um, I mean, a lot, a lot of my weddings obviously have been postponed, some to towards the end of this year, some to next year. Um, and I, I just speak to the clients on the phone. Um, I've developed a very good relationship with my clients. Um, the inqu inquiries that I'm currently getting, again, I speak to them on my phone. Um, I've not had the need to have any um, Zoom um, consultation, for example. Prior yeah. to COVID-19, I already used to have telephone consultation. So that's something that I'm already used to. Right. Um, something that, you know, I'm... I'm currently doing at, at the same time, yeah. Fantastic. So um, so currently, in terms of um, having your cake business, what has it been like? Have you been able to bake during this period? What have you done? I have been, as much as... Um, as much as I say, oh, you know, now it's hard for me to bake because I'm homeschooling full time, which is a full time job on its own. Yeah, I have been accepting little orders here and there, mainly for birthday cakes and mainly for people who live quite close to me. Right. But they can easily pick it up. I'm mm -hmm. not in a position to deliver a cake yeah. because because of the kids, basically. Absolutely. And the social distancing as and well. Social distancing, exactly. Yes. So you've been able to bake, but then it's been delivered. Um, they in either pick it up or um, yeah. they leave so close or, you know, I drop it off or my husband drops it off. And, you know, they're just very close, close proximity. Um, one was my neighbor, next door neighbor. So she just walked over and picked up the cake. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So also... Um, Let's talk about how you've been able to kind of use your skills, especially during this season, because I know that you've got such amazing skills in <laughs> website building um, and you've actually gone ahead and started a business um, in website design for entrepreneurs, those who are looking to start up their businesses. Mm -hmm. um, what made you kind of um, pivot your business during this season? So, um Web design and brand design is something that um, I think I've been doing for quite a while now. When I was working in the city, I worked as a client reporting business analyst. Yes. And I worked for asset management banks. And what that job involved was um, creating online investment reports for clients. So I worked mm. with Newton Investment Management, I worked with HSBC Asset Management, right. um, and I worked very closely with the branding teams of these organizations. Um, I also worked for a software vendor called Vermilion that designed mm. ports. So I learned how to design whilst working for Vermilion and all these other asset management firms. I learned a lot about branding and that's when I really understood branding, which Fantastic. is when it came to setting up my own business, Tease Baker. Mm. I already knew how important my brand had to be. And yeah. I already knew that because I wanted to be set apart. I wanted to stand out in the industry. I knew no mm. one knew particularly in the wedding industry. Yeah. And I thought the wedding industry is already crowded. How am I going to come into a crowded industry and stand mm -hmm. out? Yes. But the only thing that I knew that would really help me and advocate for me is my brand. Yes. And 
one thing I always say to people is that your brand is a silent ambassador for your business. A Fantastic. Lot I love that. Yeah. A lot of people don't even make use of that. Mm. You know, they so many different ways to market their business, but the number one and the strongest thing to do is to have a solid brand that would speak for you. So yeah. I already understood that and I was able to to grow Tea's Bakery based on that concept. So I have someone that initially designed my website for me on Tea's Bakery, my Tea's Bakery website. But since then, he's hand, he handed it over to me. And since then, the website has grown and evolved. And I'm always tweaking things. I do my own SEO. Mm. Um, you know, my, you know I've, I've, I'm part of over 50 directories online. And yeah. I just learned everything that I had to with my brand and all of that. That's and amazing. Based on that knowledge that I had, I had friends coming to me to say, how did you make it? Because I had a strong brand with Tea's Bakery, mm. I was able to, I've won over three awards in the industry. All of this is on my website. Fantastic. I've had magazines wanting to feature my work. And, you know, I've, I've been flown to so many different countries. I've made cakes for presidents and celebrities wow. and whatnot. But wow. what makes me stand out is my brand. And um, a friend of mine who owns a business to sell Ankara material approached mm. me last year. And she's like, what did you do to stand out? What, what exactly was it that you did? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Um, I can help you. And I saw her products and I thought, this is fantastic. And there's so many people out there who already do this with Ankara material. Yes. Um, and I said to her, do you know what? Where would you want to see this, your products? Where would you want mm. to sell your products? And she said, oh, my dream would be to sell it in places like John Lewis or, right. or you know, one of these big place and I said you know what it's possible I went onto the Phoenix website John Lewis website I studied their mm-hmm. website and I saw how they display their products and everything and I said you need to make your website and your brand mm-hmm. look so attractive so that yeah. when these people come on there and look at it they feel that you they would want they would beg you to sell your products in exactly so what so what you're saying is that your personal brand it's so vital when it comes to yes. business Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Sorry, I think the, the sun has changed and I look dark. In okay. Ah, the- <laughs> uh, yes, you do look dark on the look um, dark on that page. one. Are you um, able to adjust it? Okay, yep, you're back yeah. again. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, the sun, we have to just... You know, <laughs> keep giving us today. <laughs> but it looks a lot better now. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, so where, where was I? I think um, you were you know, personal brands, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, personal branding it's so important. It's so big. I mean, I if I start to tell you the amount of things that just my brand has done for me, mm. it's only recently that people have started seeing the face behind Tea's Bakery, which is me. Absolutely, you're Absolutely. right, and that's very similar to me as well. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Um, they see all the per- all the branding. You know, exactly. we stand out. We have this wonderful, um, brilliant logo, and we do a lot of things. And the brand is there, and we really do stand out. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'm behind the scenes. Exactly. Okay. Same, and I just thought, you know what? Let me just step out of my comfort zone and come 
to the front. <laughs> which, which is what I've decided to do recently, actually. And yeah. to be honest, one of the reasons why, um, I mean, I, I'm hardly at a lot of networking events, even though I should be, but that's because I've got my hands full. I've got three children. Um, I'm still a full-time mom. I don't have yeah. a a nanny or an au pair or anything I still do everything by myself so mm. I am really busy so that means that I'm not able to physically go out for networking events for example and sell my business so my brand has to do it for me yeah yeah absolutely you've mentioned quite a lot of great tips there in terms of standing out with your brand so what sort of things can someone do when it comes to um, standing out as a brand, then what are the tips that you can actually share? Um, so the obvious, the obvious things is what your website looks like and yeah. your logo. Um, what I always tell people, especially when they want to, when they're starting up and they want to, you know, develop their brand, what I say to them is think about your target audience. Who are you targeting? Hmm. You know, for me, for example, I had never made a wedding cake in my in my life before, but yet I wanted my target audience was presidents, royal family, celebrities. And I said, I am going to create a brand yeah. and a website that would attract these people. So when you're creating your brand and your website, think about the sort of audience you want to attract. Yes. And create something that you know they would find appealing. Hmm. something that would drag them to your company so for me with tea's bakery i had created this strong brand and i knew that all i had to do was just to get in people's faces and no doubt they would want to ask about my product or they would want to see me yes and i'll give you an example of what my branding did for me i was commissioned to make a cake in south africa right um, i think this is about three years ago and um First of all, I stayed in the Radisson Blue. Normally, mm -hmm. hotels wouldn't let you use their kitchen. Um, when the planner mentioned Tea's Bakery and sent them my website and my details, the response was like, this looks like a very credible company. We would allow them to use our kitchen. That's the first thing they did. Right. On getting to South Africa and meeting them, my, man my, my mannerism, which is your brand, how you present yourself. yourself. Um, my mannerism and everything, they were so impressed, they upgraded me to the presidential suite. Fantastic. The next morning, the head chef had gathered the whole hotel um, management team. And they were all waiting for me at the lobby. Yeah. And, you know, they all came out and they all wanted to take a picture with me. And they really treated me as if I was some sort of celebrity. I couldn't understand why. But then again, when I was speaking to the staff in the kitchen that I was working with, they kept telling me how much the management team of the hotel is amazed by wow. my work and by, you know, just looking at my brand. and all. So my brand did that for me. Fantastic. I don't know these people. I never spoke to them. But this yeah. is something that my brand did to me. So I would say it's not just about when it, comes, when it comes to branding, it's not just about the logo and the website. That's one aspect. It's yeah of service you provide are you always late when you deliver that is part of your brand hmm. what i'd say to people and i'm going to give everybody this assignment think about five things you want people to think about your business when they see your business for, yeah. for example excellence is one 
I wonder whenever people see anything Tea's Bakery, whether my website, my business card, my cakes, or me in person, I want them to see excellence. I want them to associate that word with my brand. Mm. I want them to associate um, luxury. I want them to associate high class, um, perfection. These are the sort of things I want associated with my brand. Absolutely. I totally agree with you for sure. I think those tips that you gave, they're very vital as well. Um, also, when it comes to creating a business, how effective do you feel having a website is for small businesses? I think it's very, very important. Mm. And I don't think a lot of small businesses understand its importance yet. Social media, Instagram is going to come and go one day. Facebook yeah to come and go one day there was a time where there was a crash on instagram Indeed. and a lot of bloggers um or influencers and bloggers they were so scared because all they had <laughs> was instagram yes. one day it is going to go and you need a strong online presence and by online presence it's not even just restricted to the website hmm. it's on google are you part of different directories? Can people find your business? These are the sort of things that make your business credible because you want customers and clients to be able to trust you. Absolutely. You know, you want client loyalty. To be able to get that loyalty, to be able to get that trust, yes. you have to have a good online presence. And it doesn't just start and end with Instagram, which a lot of small business owners are making that mistake. Yeah. Build a website, build a solid website. Have a blog on the website. Blog about something that would help your Google rating to appear on pages in Google. Sign up. There's thousands of free directories online. Sign up to all the directories. And these are the sort of stuff that will boost your your online presence. Mm. And if Instagram crashes, that's fine. Yeah. You've got other platforms to hang on to. Indeed. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I do agree with you for sure. Um, I think it's good to have um, a website so that people can actually reach you. Um, yeah. All these platforms, they're amazing because they help you to reach out to your audience. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you know, some things could happen. Things could go wrong. Like you said, you know, there was a massive crash. Even using Zoom as well, there was a crash, I think, last yeah. week, Sunday or something week, like that. Yeah. So it's important to have your services on different um, platforms, on different directories. But ultimately, you need a website, especially yeah. if you have a business, which is key. Also, why do you think it's important um, in terms of um, brand, um, branding your, your... I mean, why do you think it's important to, to stand out? from everybody else you know what is that key factor that could make you stand out from everybody else um um so just, sorry before i answer that just to let yeah. the viewers know is that i'm using two screens so sometimes i'm looking at one screen Indeed, that's i'm looking fine. at the other screen so if it looks like i'm being distracted i'm not i'm trying to figure out which screen to look at mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um i would say it's standing out of the crowd is quite important, especially if you want to um, if you want to grow your business, if you want if you want to have a successful business, especially in a crowded market 
or a car, mm. a car industry. Yes. Um, so like I said, there, there's so many cake makers, for example, thousands yeah. of people are making cakes. And thousands of people are making amazing cakes. Indeed. They're making amazing cakes. So how would you then sell your product when a b and c are making cakes probably even better than you are exactly so you know how do you really differentiate differentiate distinguish yourself out of the market exactly and for me it, it you know one of the key things is your brand and like i said branding is not just about colors on mm. logo website no it goes way beyond that it's how you want people to perceive you yeah. I'll give you an example. The pictures of my cakes that I put out there, on the pictures of my cakes that you see on my website and yes. on my Instagram page or Facebook page, you would never see a picture that has been taken with a mobile phone. If it's not a high-resolution image, mm. it's not going on my social, social media because that's part of my brand. The right. quality of the images that I put out there is part of my brand. Excellent. Mm. I remember when I was commissioned to make a cake in in, in um, Atlanta. I forgot I forgot my camera charger, and just as I was about to take a picture of the cake, the battery died. Oh dear! So what and happened? I had, to, I had to use my phone. I wasn't able to take pictures with my camera. I spoke to the photographer there and asked if I could if he could send me one or two pictures whenever the pictures were ready. Um, I mean, he did send it, but it wasn't the sort of images that I would have liked because when I take images of my cakes, images of a product, I want mm. details to be there. I want people to see the details, to appreciate the work that has yes. gone into the creation. Absolutely. And picture, it was a lovely picture, but it wasn't as detailed as I would like. Until today, as I put up the picture that he took on my Instagram, but mm. the other pictures of the details that I took on my mobile phone I refused to put it up, even though I had taken it on my mobile phone. I yeah. refused to put it up because for me, it does not represent my brand. Absolutely. So it's all about sharing the perfect image so that mm. people can see the real quality of your product as well, which is very important. Um, also, let's talk about how you actually help people to sort of plan out a website. Um, what do you do? So if I was to come to you and I was to say to you that I need a website for my business, how would you actually help me? Um, so I would start off by asking you what you want to see. I would, I would want to look at your brand. First of all, have you got yeah. a logo? Um, have you got colors? Have you chosen that? I would want to look at your products. If you're a product based business, um, or I want to know more about the services that you provide, and I would ask you what you want to achieve out of the website. What do you want customers to, to do when they come to your website? Um, right. What do you want to achieve? And based on the information you give me, I would then ask you to show me websites of top companies that you totally admire, mm. that you probably think, oh, it would take a thousand years to get to their level. I don't mind. Right. Mm. Send, send them my way. And um, I want to see the website that you admire, and it's the same. It's the same thing that um, I do with cakes as well. When I, when I'm trying to understand a client's taste, because there's so many types of cakes nowadays, and I say to yeah. them, "You will send me five pictures of cakes that, when you look at, you absolutely adore." Mm. And when they send that to me, instantly I get a feel for their taste. 
And that's something I'll ask. And then what I will then do for a website is I would align your taste yeah. with what you're trying to achieve. Sometimes the two wouldn't go hand in hand. Mm. And I would say, okay, so your taste is nice. However, if you want to get to there, yeah. you have to change it slightly because this website is not about you, you, you per mm. se. Unless you want a personal branding where you're coming, you're a, a, a speaker or um, a coach or something where it has to be about you and reflect who you are as a person. But if it's a service or a bit or, or a product that you're that you're um, that you you have, I would you know I would say okay, let's let's look at what would make you sell. What you know, we want the right clients. We want to be able to attract the the right clients. Absolutely. So Excuse me, I would also ask you, who who's your target client? Mm. And one thing I, I, I never fail to tell people is everybody feels if they're in the business, they need to attract the royals, the presidents, the celebrities. Not necessarily. Yeah, because people no. feel like they're able to afford their services and able to pay more. Maybe yes, that's the I, reason why. Yeah. That's um um what's the word? I don't that's not always necessarily true. Do you know one mm. of the most successful Successful business today, McDonald's. McDonald's is one of the most successful business today. Primac is doing absolutely well. They are indeed, yeah. Think about your goal and your business plan. We don't always Mm. have to cater to the luxury world. Yeah, There are still other people to cater with. And you can make really good profit, way more profit than those striving to get the luxury person. Mm. And it's quite a long process as well, because you're not really sure whether you'll be able to get those kind of customers. You have to work extra hard, isn't it? Extra hard. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting those sort of clients, but I also Mm -hmm. think people, let's try and be realistic here. Yeah. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. So, um, so when it comes to um, social media, um, how would you kind of, support people in terms of making sure that they have the right social media handles for their businesses because sometimes people are not really sure of the sort of social media platforms to use as well so mm-hmm. what's your take on that um so there's a huge market out there in social media and I'm not yeah. going to lie and I do mm. understand the pain certain people feel because I'm not like Pinterest I have no clue how to use Pinterest whereas yeah do me very good if I did for my cakes yes (laughs) and I'm gradually forgetting Facebook and I think right now there's a lot of focus on Instagram yes but what I'm now having to do is I'm having to remind myself constantly that listen there are audiences in the other platform there are people on Facebook for example that are not on Instagram they don't even know how to use Instagram it could be a different generation or a different type of people i don't know mm. but there is an audience on every there is an audience on every platform it's good if you can if you're not able to then you can outsource it there mm. are loads of people who are able to manage your social media for you it would cost you money but then yeah. again you have to weigh things you know at the end of the day this is your business indeed is this going to be an investment for you yeah you know, how, how are you, you, you either invest your time 
and find ways to make it work and do it to handle it by yourself mm. or you you invest your money and get someone else to handle it for you it is really important to try and go across all boards but i i feel it's a, if it's, it's it's not easy so i'm not going to come and talk like it's an easy thing to do like i said pinterest mm. and me mm. <laughs> Absolutely. I understand what you mean, because some people, you know, they get quite confused in terms of what platform to use for their services and their business. And um, it's so important that people know who their audience are. So one of the questions from the viewers is, um, how do you know your target audience? So they want to know, how do you know your target audience? That's one of the questions from the viewers. I guess it's, it's entirely up to you to decide who you want to, to, to target. So when you're starting a business, even when you want to do a business plan, for example, the plan, first of all, you choose the pro- you think about the product and service that you have to offer. Yeah. Think about it. Then think about, okay, based on this, who would be my ideal client? Taking mm. my location into consideration as sure. well. Yeah. You know, you, you can be in the same business as someone in Scotland. You could be making the exact same thing and doing the exact same thing. But their their ideal um, clients can be different from yours just based on geographical location. Absolutely. So, and this is what I always tell people. A lot of times as business owners, we're so keen to see what other people are doing. We all are walking different lanes. Mm. Focus on your lane. Focus set goals and targets for your business and focus on that don't look at what a and b is doing yeah i think a lot of us we actually do that a lot isn't it we do Um, i mean it's okay to feel inspired by what other people are doing but ultimately you have to understand your niche and what you're exactly doing and know who your customers are and who you're targeting you know your personal circumstance for example could could be a factor in deciding who your target market's going to be Absolutely. i mean for example i've got three kids mm. i'm i've got my hands full and i'm doing everything by myself i'm taking them yes. for tennis football yeah. whatever club this is after school their school runs and then now homeschooling i'm like a crazy woman i mean how is that going homeschooling currently because oh. i know <laughs> i've got under 10 get a hang of it yeah into it <laughs> How was it in the beginning for you? Must have been absolutely stressful. Yeah, it was horrible. I can't think of any other nice or politically correct way to say it. it was horrible. Oh my days! So someone said, um, if I was to build a website, roughly how much are the fees? Um, so my prices are on my website yeah, and it really depends on what you want to achieve out of it. Mm. Now, my sort of, the sort of service that I provide is very different from a lot of web developers out there. I use a platform called Wix and I'm completely honest with how Mm. I work because I know Wix. I'm not too good with Square Plates or, you know, all the other platforms out there and I don't build it from scratch. Because like everything that I've said is, for me, it's a whole package. It's not just to build a website. I look mm-hmm. at your business entirely. Yeah. And I create a brand and a look that would attract your target clients. And the reason why I love Wix, I've been using Wix for years. And it's, mm-hmm. it's what 
has helped me and brought me to where I am. I've won awards. I've been flown to different countries. I've made cakes for presidents and celebrities, etc. You know, apart from making nice cakes, my brand mm. is what has spoken and helped me. So I build it on these platforms. So I am cheaper than if you were to go to a developer to build it from scratch. Right. Um, there are benefits of building a website from scratch, but what, in my opinion, I think um, that is better for bigger companies. If you're starting off, build it on a website like Wix so that any on excuse me, any ongoing maintenance to your website, you can do it by yourself because it's quite user-friendly. One mm. of the services that I provide, if I was to do your website, is a training service. By the time I, we go live, I would then show you the back end and show you how to upload a photo or to add a blog or to do and it's so user-friendly and it's so easy Fantastic. it's something that you can do so i would train you so that once i leave you you can fly solo comfortably and again mm. i'm a phone call away something is totally complicated brilliant and the customer service team at wix is brilliant which is why i like it mm. you can always find an answer to your problem i have never had any problem with wix Fantastic. So during this period, um, when it comes to you sort of doing the services and helping people to build their websites, how how effective have you found it? How easy have you been able to adapt in terms of coming out of baking, you know, and now going into um, doing the website building for clients? Um, I'm still doing both hand in hand. You know, mm. I've actually got a cake and you're coming to pick up on Thursday. Okay. So I'm still baking yeah. as much as I say, oh, I'm not going to bake. Because there was a time which, you know, I think it was even last week. I said, you know what, I'm going to hold some baking because of the kids. It's a bit stressful. That Homeschooling really had its toll on me. I could imagine, indeed. Oh, I think yeah. it had its toll on everybody, no actually. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> But now I am taking small orders for people who live quite, you know, near me. So I'm still managing the two at the same time. Fantastic. That is really awesome. So I just wanted to know what advice would you give to those aspiring um, entrepreneurs who may want to actually start a web design business? What advice would you give them? Um, I guess you just need to um, to be able to explain to people the importance and try to get people to understand the importance of having a website and a good brand. Um, and also give it your all. Like mm. I said, when I, when, I, when I started web design, I didn't wake up one morning and say, oh, I want to be a web designer with no prior experience. Do you know, I, I've used my um, transferable skills and I've used my knowledge to start mm. this business. Which is really commendable. Yes. So having yeah. worked for big companies like HSBC, Bank of New York, Vermillion, creating reports for them. Mm. And then after that, starting my own business, building my own brand and business and seeing results. And the results that I have seen with Tea's Bakery, it's not just limited to awards and accreditation. It's not limited mm. to who I've made cakes for. I have made a profit. You know, there is a saying, and I'm going to be completely honest and open. There is a saying that um, businesses new businesses they, they really they make their profit after three years or something yeah. like that the first year i didn't make a profit with tea's bakery and that's because i pushed i pumped in a lot of money into it 
Mm-hmm. In terms of you know my branding, exhibitions, creating, building my studio, yeah. there was quite a lot of money in the first year. Second year, third year, I made a huge profit. Mom, you know, so I didn't even get to the you know <laughs> to the three years mark where they say oh in three years. If I did, then it'd be next year that I'll be looking at making a profit because I've only been in the wedding industry for three years. Wow. <laughs> From the second year, I made a profit. Second and third year, I made a profit and a mm-hmm. good profit. So it has, Tease Bakery has helped me with paying up for my bills and, you know, all the other things I have to do financially. Fantastic. That's really good. I think um, doing business is not easy. It's a progressive thing. Um, you could start and you can hit it off. And sometimes it takes a lot, a long time to actually start making um, you know, money and all that money stuff. So absolutely. But you know, you've done really, really well, and I'm so proud of you. Um, your you. accomplishments and your achievements is just so commendable. And I would like you to leave your details on the comment section, let people know how to get in touch with you. Also tell us about your social media handles so people can know how to reach you as well. Yeah, sure. Um, how do I leave it on the, do you want me to okay. do that now? Um, you can actually do it later. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to add it on the Facebook page and the YouTube as well. Okay. And um, you can add any other little bits if you want to. But you can actually tell us how to reach you, uh, maybe your email, if you want to tell yes. people. Um, so you can reach me if it's for a website and yes. web development. Um, you can re- reach me on info at qumdesign.com. So that's info at qumdesign.com. Okay. And for cakes, it's info at teasbakery.co.uk. Fantastic. Awesome. It's been such a pleasure having you here. You've had so many information. Um, It's just unbelievable. We are so proud of you and we will continue to cheer you on. Thank you so much for giving us all these fantastic nuggets. Thank Thank you. All of you are watching us from different platforms today. It's been an honor having Toyin on the podcast live show. Thank you so much, Toyin. And we will be back again for more um, fantastic information. And obviously, we're going to be giving you lots of strategies of how to grow and even start your business as well. Thank you so much. Stay blessed. Thank you, Thank Thank you so you much, Toyin. Have a great evening. And Bye. you too. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.